galloping towards the finish line. It is September 29th. Good morning, uh, Mr. Noodleberg. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Great to be here as we close in on the end of the month. And uh, wow, you know, unbelievable videos and footage coming out of the West Coast from yesterday. Fort Myers got it directly in the face. Um, and just tough, just tough for them. Like Sanibel Island and Fort Myers, just not going to be the same for a long time. Not going to be the same. Uh, absolutely heartbreaking watching the panic and, um, you know, the one of the things we're going to talk about today is un- coping with uncertainty. Sure. The, the buildup of knowing that it's coming, but you don't know where it's going to hit or what it's going to do. I mean, certainly um, a, a big conversation. Uh, we got some things we got to talk about <laughs> in the world. 1961, Roger Maris hits 61 home runs. Sure. 2022, Aaron Judge hits. Another Yankee finds himself up in the uh, rafters of 61 or better. So very, very cool to see Aaron Judge eclipse that 60 home run mark, get to 61, and uh, solidify himself in history. We're about to get into some really to the time of baseball that it, you know, for me, it makes sense. I am Matters. a fan that likes to, you know, look at the playoffs. I will be in Baltimore Tuesday night, and Baltimore's in a race. So going to Camden in the cool weather, you know, I'm, I'm kind of jacked, you know? Yeah, definitely going to get cool weather, too. You're going to be able to wear a jacket, yeah. and you're going to Dolphins, be able Dolphins to wearing to hoodies yesterday in Cincinnati. <laughs> so uh, let me give a plug to one of our friends and our clients who's here this morning, Kevin Jean. This guy breaks the smile meter. Literally, when we're on, when we're doing our coaching calls, he's just got to put on a reflector. But his core specialty is this disaster relief, all the things that have to do with, you know, when you got to have someone in there to help understand what it is, how to get it paid for. So if you or anybody you know is, uh, is in this situation, which – you know, this is right down his lane. Call Kevin G. We've worked with a lot of people in like the property and casualty too. Like, I mean, the the numbers that the Wall Street Journal were talking about this morning, talking about forty billion dollars in claims yeah. from what's happened up the coast, and then as you look at what's happening as it rolls east across the state, flooding everywhere. So, like, people in like northeast Georgia, South Carolina, and northwest. Uh, North Carolina, be careful because there's lots of rain headed your way. Yeah, the back end of this thing is a whopper too. Flash some shout outs, just some good shit. Uh, uh, Andrea's here this morning. Um, this is so cool about what's happening, what happens in life. She and I and her husband, Dan, were were in a deal years ago. The deal was a shitty deal. We both knew it. We both lived. But we got to meet each other. The pearl, the gold out of that was we got to meet each other. LinkedIn put us back together. It's part of my routine is, hey, what are you up to? She's up to so much stuff that we introduced her to Sean. And she said, I love Sean. And so, you know, you just, it's just a crazy world. It's just so good. So um, two birthdays, and then we'll get into um, really cool content today. Um, A big, big shout out to Miss Laurie Salarillo. Happy birthday. Are we going to get some music here? Hope so. <laughs> what, did we surprise you? Of course. I was, I, was waiting, I was waiting for him to say the second person. Then I was going to do the music. So. Okay. It's Mitch Ziffer's birthday, too. So, Lori and Mitch, happy birthday. birthday. Here come your music. Go. Happy 
birthday Lori. hope that you have a great day today and day. uh you, you make it look fabulous yeah we're hoping that your place on the other coast uh made it through okay i think it went a little north so you might have gotten uh, spared but all good stuff let's get to wake up music we got a really fun conversation it's national coffee day but we have our spin on it it's not gonna be about wait. coffee it never is and then we're talking uncertainty and then whatever the hell you want to talk about wake us up <laughs> So, so let's jump in here. So I'm going to go back probably uh, five years ago. I don't know the exact date. Okay. But like the idea of getting up and driving to a Starbucks in the middle of nowhere, just to meet somebody <laughs> that I never met before, having to buy them coffee because I didn't want to go through the $4, you pay, I pay kind of shit. And then sitting down to have what is supposed to be about building a relationship and it turns out to be a dud. They don't show up. Whatever I created in my mind, I said, I can do this virtually, man. The tools are here, you know? So I said, everything that would happen at a real coffee, I now have the tools to do it virtually. And I would reach out and ask people, Hey, you up for a virtual coffee? They go, what is that? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, okay. Thank you, Zoom. Right? Like, thank you, Zoom, for creating that. But I would even way them, after that, when you told would, me, right? Go ahead. So I would tell them, you know, hey, and they would go, "That's the coolest thing in the world. Can I steal it?" Hmm. And I was like, first of all, I don't own it. Number one, and number two is it's just taking advantage, situational awareness of that. Oh, look at all the time I save. Look at how many more relationships I can build. So National Coffee Day, it's not about the fucking coffee. <laughs> I mean, but on National Coffee Day, like it is a great day to go get some coffee. Like Wawa is for sure giving away free coffee. Oh, yeah. I know that Circle House down here in Lauderdale is giving away some coffee. I don't know what Sith is doing, but I'm going to go find out what Sith is doing, because if they're not doing something, I'm going to bring it up and say Dream's giving coffee. Duncan. Yeah, yeah Krispy Kreme's Duncan, all Krispy, of the big ones, obviously. If you go to Krispy Kreme, you can't not, you know, get you a donut. Go not have a donut. I mean, it's, you know, like, it's like... Um, but even even three years ago, when I first came back to the to the market, and you were like, look, virtual, don't don't go anywhere just set up shop in the corner of the office and do virtual coffees. I remember saying like, hey, we'd love to grab virtual coffee with you. And people would be like, what do you mean virtual coffee? 
And I'd be like, oh, you know, you use Zoom. And people would be like, what the hell is Zoom? And I'd be like, look, man, I'm going to send you this link. You click on this link. You grab a cup of coffee. I'll have a cup of coffee. And we can get to know each other. And once you got people to understand what it was, it was such a foreign concept. The fact that anybody doesn't do it now that everybody knows what Zoom is or has some kind of video conferencing you know, software, it's no brainer. So, so it does not replace in-person coffee, but you can scale it. And why did I take this route? And I think it's important to discuss. We did it very in-depth on our get on the ball call a week, sure. a week ago. Um, so, you know, that, that you know, and I, I just wrote it into my keynote because, you know, when Ben Turner reached out to an employee who's not physically in his office and said, let's do a virtual coffee. And he said, oh my God, I can't believe how much I have in common with her. That's the point. Cause people are not threatened by a coffee meeting. Nobody's bringing brochures. Hey, sign the contract. Let's go. Coffee is meant to be relaxed. And you know, so you, you said something to me the other day about the art of the deal. And then that got my head spinning and I kind of went down this road and I was like, Really, the art of the deal has always been about the art of the relationship. Correct. And like, and as we've moved towards a digital society where there's all of these automation tools that can help you or that have been used to kind of be put in place for dialing, for emailing, it doesn't ever take away from the fact that there's going to be people that can buy on their own that won't ever have to talk to a human. They want to go do their own thing and they're going to make a decision on their own with their own information and they're going to buy. But there's always going to be somebody who needs the relationship, who needs the guidance, who needs to work through the process. And the art of being a salesperson or salesmanship as an art is the art of the relationship. And so that the system to do that and leveraging new tools to make you more efficient at it. That's the point of it is it's not another gimmick to try to get somebody to transact. It's the true craft of building relationships and looking at yourself as a business for your entire career. So Mark, if we break it down, what are the possible outcomes that could happen from a virtual coffee? You know, and I ask this to salespeople all the time. I go, what's a good, what does a good visit look like? What, you know, they go, oh, someone has the budget and they sign the deal. I go, (laughs) what happens if they turn out to be the most incredible human being you ever met and they open up a hundred doors for you and you love each other and you have this lifelong friend that's, Would you rather do a transaction? That to me is like figuring, you know, defi- we go back to di- defining what success looks like. Like the number one, if I have a coffee with somebody, the number one qualifier is that we built a relationship, right? Like there's reason for more. Maybe it's years down the road, but there's reason to have that person in my life. And there was value created in just meeting that person and getting to know them, that's the first check the box is that you became friends. If you became friends on that call or you started to become friends on that call, then maybe you earned the opportunity to learn more about their business. Then maybe you earn the opportunity to really educate them and market yourself to them and what you do and how you do it. 
then maybe you had the opportunity to uncover a problem that you can actually solve for them. Then maybe you actually end up doing business together. But look at all of those other outcomes that were prior to that, that had nothing to do with a new deal. And I thought about this this morning when I got up, I went back to thinking about the place that I used to work at. And I was like, the, the angst I used to have about going into that Monday meeting with them because I had to review every meeting that I had. And if there weren't clear buying conversations going on, I was being told it was a waste of time. And then I look back at those relationships that I had built during that time and go, wow, they told me that was a waste of time. But look at how those people have become fruitful in my life over the last three years. So like the management of that and really as a leader being bought into what am I qualifying as success for my salespeople and how am I how am I celebrating that for them as they work through the process of developing new business? I just found like, like I'm working with a couple of new people who just joined the roster and I'm telling them the only thing that you're selling, the first yes you want to get is to a virtual coffee. Correct. Because if someone's not willing to invest 15 minutes with me virtually, the chances of me doing anything with them are zero. Done. Right. They don't right. exist. So virtual coffee, and this is back in the day, you know, you had something on you. My, hey, let's go grab a cup of coffee. Hey, let's go talk about the game. So here's what's interesting, because if you break it down, which obviously I do all the time, student of the game, what are the things you talk about at a coffee, whether it's in person or virtual? What do you talk about? Family, occupation, what's happening? Hey, what's happening at your job? What's going on? Oh, you just got done skiing. Oh, you just got done this. Oh, you did a marathon. Oh, you did this. Oh, you know, family, occupation, recreation, dreams. Jesus, man, I wish I could do this. I aspire to do. You know, that's what you share. Nobody's pitching products at a coffee. It's just not happening. And when you do, you look like a complete moron. So I agree with you a thousand percent. And I think part of that philosophy where I've had a lot of fun trying to teach that to people is in the retail space yeah. because that was something that, you know, Poppy and grandpa did unbelievably well for people that were coming in to the store. They didn't try to transact with them. They figured out who they were. They learned about their family. They learned about what they did. They learned about, you know, what their, what their dreams or aspirations were. And they figured out a way to mold that experience for them to fit it into shoes. That to me is most retail people are trained that people are coming in to buy immediately. And the only thing I want to do is convert them to a sale because they walk through the door. They're not looking at it as lifetime value, right? If I had somebody come in to my place of work, why would I want to make it about a transaction? Why would I not want to make it about me and you and how we could connect so that whether you do or don't buy today, the odds of you coming back to see me at some other time were extremely high. That to me is playing the long game and not the short game. I love it. And um, Paula nails it, nails it, nail it, nails it. I believe, and again, all of this is, this is our show, so I can say whatever the hell I want. <laughs> you know, but the reality is I believe people buy the experience, not the product or service. It's how you deliver it 
There's a zillion people you can go to to coach you. Had a great conversation with Randy Newman yesterday, uh, Newton rather, just great, great stuff going on, you know, but it was casual. It was, hey, you know, this is your thing. Let's, you know, we're going down the river together or we're in a car together or whatever analogy you want to do it. It was never adversarial. It was never, you have your, my money in your pocket and I'm going to do everything I can to extract it. It takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of consistency. I look at it, my virtual coffees, my 50 cups of coffee coffee are like shucking oysters. Boom. You're going to keep shucking them until you find the pearl. You know, so all things great. Let's go to, let's take a quick break. Let's do some motivational music. Shane, we'll come back and close out with this as well. Absolutely great song. I oh, anthem that all day. Anthem. I am the warrior. Scott, man, thank you. Thank yeah, you. that's awesome. Best thank you. Can have. So I want to close out by a lot of times I have a virtual or a real coffee with somebody. And one of the questions I ask them, I go, what books are you reading? What's what's on your brain? So Brendan Neef, who's a wonderful client of ours, who now you've now met and has spoken to, um, he sent me two books. Me too. One book. Yep. Leadership Secrets of Nick Saban. Can't wait to dig into this on the plane. And yep. then this doozy, the coffee bean. Yeah. So how appropriate is this? I'm going to read this to you. Life is often difficult. It can be harsh, stressful, and feel like a pot of boiling water. The environments we find ourselves in can change, weaken, or harden us and test who we truly are. We can be like the carrot that weakens in the pot or like the egg that hardens. Or we can be like the coffee bean and discover the power inside us to transform our environment. Bang. How about that for National Coffee Day? Be the coffee bean. Be the coffee bean. Understand that we're all changing and whatever. So coffee, coffee beans, here's my challenge. Because I do it every single day. And this is why I love LinkedIn. I can, I can go into LinkedIn randomly go through my contact base, right? And just go, my goal is to mine five people that I'm connected to 
who I haven't spoken to in six months or more and shoot him a note. And what do I ask him? Hey, hope you're great. You up for virtual coffee, 15 minutes, catch up. Boom. Stir in the pot, baby. Stir in the pot. (laughs) So it goes back to conversations, right? And I think, you know, and and I love that Joy is here. Good morning, Joy. Looking forward to being with you over the next couple of weeks. This is a big part of our conversation for her group as a whole is how do you drive new opportunities? New opportunities come through conversations. Most people assume that all of those conversations have to be with people that are new. Why? Why wouldn't, I mean, if you look at any network marketing, the multi-level things, the things they tell you to do are go right to your friends and family and go, do any of you guys want to buy this stuff? (laughs) When your kids come home for a fundraiser, what's the first thing they, they try to do? Friends and family. Who in the family are we hitting up to fundraise for what's happening? So it's the exact same concept in your business. Stir the pot. Go back and have conversations. See what's happening in people's world. Invest in everybody else. And you never know how it comes back around. So inevitably, I'll close the show with this. Inevitably, in every presentation that I make like this, there's some schnook in the back of the room that raises their hand. They go, well, I don't drink coffee. <laughs> like, not about the coffee. <laughs> you're allowed. I'm saying it's not about the coffee. So if you want, do a virtual martini. Do a virtual happy hour. Do a virtual, you know, um, hors d'oeuvres. You know, it doesn't matter. It opens up, lets people drop their guard and say, okay, this is cool. I don't feel like I'm being pressured in, into anything. Start it out. What's your story? What's your favorite coffee? You know, it's like, Bingo. so, hey, do you like Starbucks coffee? I do. Of course I do. You do. I do. Right? Some people don't. There's a conversation. So go out. Get some free coffee, bring somebody with you, send somebody some coffee and do a virtual. But uh, whatever you do, turn your connections into conversations. Bang. Speak to you guys tomorrow. We're back to some of the LinkedIn bad shit. So we'll see you tomorrow. Fins up. Please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. Friends keep telling me to leave this So let's get down, let's get down to business Let's get down, let's get down to business Give you one more night, one more night to get this